Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Welcome back in for hour two of the Pro Football Rewind. I am Matt Stryker here in the heart of New York City and joining me from across the land, the one and only Davis Maddock. Davis, did you enjoy the one o'clock games and are you ready to talk some four o'clock games? Yeah, the the one o'clock games were great. Anytime, I, anytime we you know we get to watch Patrick Mahomes do his thing, I was I was really looking forward to that uh, Lamar Jackson Patrick Mahomes game all week. And uh, outside of Lamar not really doing his thing much as a passer, it did not disappoint. All right, the four o'clock games did not disappoint either. So let's jump right into them. Uh, you alluded to it earlier. The Saints hung thirty three on the Seahawks. I mean, Vegas had this thing wrong across the board. And you didn't see this coming, but you say you don't believe these Saints. No, I had I the Seahawks were one of my uh, the Seahawks were one of my bets this week, wow. uh, basically just because I I really thought that Taysom Hill was gonna play more and uh, let me tell you Taysom Hill is not good he he is the he is the opposite of good I would say that he is bad and what happened is Teddy Bridgewater played and uh, he played pretty well 19 of 27 two passing touchdowns no passing work for Taysom Hill at all one carry for him but even more. So the Seahawks just played really poorly. Chris Carson had, you know, a backbreaking fumble and the team just tried to run the ball too much. And they ran a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of screen plays and stuff like that. Just just really overall, uh, really inefficient football in the first half. And they were playing catch up the entire game. Yeah, and Bridgewater managed a good game. And that's something that I don't think shows up in a lot of fantasy points. Total, so to speak, but uh, uh, Kamara, number two running back for the day, uh, Wilson, number one quarterback, Lockett, number three wide receiver. But talk to me about Chris Carson because honestly, man, if Rashad Penny was healthy, would Carson have even had a chance to make another fumble? What's going on over there? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we are looking at uh, a benching coming up here pretty soon in Seattle. You know, they have the the first round rookie Rashad Penny. CJ Procise actually played pretty well in this game, and not only did he play pretty well, they gave him some critical carries uh, to you know to try and score a touchdown in the fourth quarter. You know, they didn't sub Chris Carson back in. They did not play their rookie from Miami, Travis Homer. So to me, if I was a Chris Carson owner, you know, twelve team, ten team fantasy league, I would be thinking about you know. Who can I get for Chris Carson? Is there someone in my league who buys into him more than me? Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you, are you a proponent of, so I'm in a league with a friend of mine. I know he's a huge Seahawks fan. Do you believe in knowing your league and knowing your players and knowing who wants whom? 
Oh, totally. Uh, so this one league I play in, I, I've been in it for a decade now with all my buddies from high school and college. It's it's the league I'm checking the most on Sunday. You know, I'm in all these high stakes leagues, $2,000 entry free, half a million dollars to first place. And I'm seriously checking this $100 league from my from with my buddies from my hometown more than any because I, I love that league and I want to win it so much. And I know player values in that league are going to be weird. You know, uh, running backs are just going to be so much more valuable in that league. And I assume the same is true for you with your leagues with your buddies too like the things are just different in those leagues absolutely where's home for you what's the hometown where did young davis grow up oh man small town in kansas salina kansas about fifty thousand people we do have two high schools though uh so that was uh that was you know a thing that a lot of other small towns in uh, in kansas don't have there you go shout out to our folks in kansas all right the next game is houston and the chargers again vegas had this wrong although they did not hit the total did you see this coming because i thought that the chargers gonna be able to pick on the texan secondary thoughts Oh, yeah. I, I like the Chargers side in this game quite a lot. But, uh, you know, as we how many times have we seen Phil Rivers? He's driving for a win down seven and sometimes he gets there and sometimes he doesn't. But I mean, literally, we've seen Philip Rivers in this spot. 25 times in his career. It just seems like he was born in that state. And, uh, you know, credit to Deshaun Watson. That dude just hung in there and had one of the best games of his young career. Yeah, absolutely. He just seems to find a way. But it was uh, Keenan Allen as the number two wide receiver for the day who did take advantage of what many thought would be a porous Texan secondary. Uh, talk to me about the, this Duke Johnson situation. Are Duke Johnson truthers ever going to get a Oof. chance to see Duke Johnson? Man, I wasn't even a Duke Johnson truther. Like for a long time of my fantasy football career, I was like, you know what? This I don't understand what people see in this dude. He clearly is only a complimentary back. He's never going to be a full-time back. And then he got traded to Houston. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. They need a player kind of like that. Kiki Cutie's always hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, that's not great. And then Lamar Miller tears his knee, and I'm like, okay, now it's time. You know, all that they have Karan Higdon and Demaria Crockett. Now it is time for Duke Johnson to shine. And then Carlos Hyde shows up and I'm like, you know what? Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde kind of sucks. You know, I didn't think he was going to be good in Kansas City. I don't think he's going to be good here. And uh, 10 carries for 19 yards today. So not his best performance. But Duke did nothing. Three targets in the passing game. That was last of anyone who got a target on the team. He got less targets than Darren Fells, who is just like a lifetime, like uh, glorified right tackle and only two carries in the passing game for Duke Johnson. So things are uh, things are not there. Big for him. Uh, safe to say that Duke is indeed Dukey. That's the kind of expert analysis you get right here on a Pro Football Rewind. Uh, let's go to the Niners and the 0-3 Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers were laying 6.5. The over-under 43.5 just got eclipsed. Uh, did you see this going in? You know, man, Jimmy G. What a, yeah. what an absolutely miserable performance from him. I mean, I watched this whole game because they were they're like they were just seemingly always on red zone. But you know why they were always on red zone? Because all the freaking turnovers. Because that's how bad Jimmy is. Two interceptions in this game. Uh, he also muffed uh, two separate snaps. I mean, he was so so bad and uh, almost lost to Mason Rudolph at home. You know, was not able to cover the spread. So I, you know, just just really horrible stuff. You know, I. I I think I just think it was it was not good. So now I'm one of these guys that actually bought into the whole Mason Rudolph and James Washington relationship. I played Washington in a couple of my daily lineups. Do you think there's value in Washington moving forward as a receiver with his buddy at QB? 
I mean, I think so. I think there is definitely value with James Washington, not just because he's got his buddy at quarterback, but because Dante Moncrief was just inactive in this one and Vance McDonald hardly played now only four targets for James Washington but I I think that uh you know as things as things go on Rudolph is going to be trusted to do a little bit more if you watch this game today I mean this was one of the most conservative game plans I have ever seen and his two his two passing touchdowns I'm going to put air quotes on those because one of them was Deontay Johnson wide open I mean no one within 15 yards of him and the other one was a screen pass to Juju Smith-Schuster where he did about 98% of the work to get that ball into the end zone. Yeah, and there's one more game, but we have 30 seconds before we go to a break, and that's definitely going to be a game that's going to need a lot more time to talk about because perhaps an injury that could change the fantasy football landscape. It could change your sports investment landscape. When we come back, Davis and I are going to cut the grass and trim the weeds and try to figure out what's going on over out in New York with the Giants. We have so much more coming your way. This is the Pro Football Rewind, courtesy of your friends from SportsGrid.com and the good folks at Zumo TV. I'm Matt Stryker. He's Davis Maddock. We're coming right back. Yeah, we are, baby. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modell's and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you've got to play more and pay less, you've got to go Listen to Modell's. Listen to what Chris about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. 
Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. That's the way we do with Jimi Hendrix, a little voodoo child, bringing us back in. This is the Pro Football Rewind. I am your voodoo child, slight return, Matt Stryker, and, of course, Davis Maddock out there in Colorado. Davis, before we went to break, we were running down the games and talking about the hits and the misses, and the one last game that we've left is a game that could change the fantasy football landscape moving forward. The Giants... 32, Tampa Bay 31, losing it on a last-second field goal. Vegas had it, Tampa Bay laying five and a half, total of 48. They eclipsed that. But the bigger news here is Saquon Barkley in a walking boot. Have you heard anything since? Yeah, so I saw it speculated on Twitter by a couple guys who are, you know, doctors who like to play fantasy football, hmm. uh, that he's suffering from a high ankle sprain. Oy. That is that's really the worst case scenario for a running back is the high ankle sprain. That's that's the number one thing you don't want them to have. So I'm I'm going to guess that Saquon Barkley misses a minimum of three weeks, probably more like four or five, kind of depending on the record of the team. Guys who are you know close to coming back are more likely to be pushed if the team's record is good. I don't think the Giants record is going to be good, but I might be wrong. Danny Dimes, uh, 336 <laughs> passing yards, 28 rushing yards, an amazing rushing touchdown, uh, just like, you know, kind of just sensed in the moment and uh, and split off uh, for the rushing touchdown to put the Giants ahead late in the fourth quarter. Really, really uh, a great effort from uh, from him in this game. And I was super impressed. So now where would you be looking to get some safety, some handcuffing for Barkley? Uh, would there be a name that you like coming to fill his place or is there someone else out there that you think can replace this seemingly irreplaceable player. No, I think I actually think that if if um, if Daniel Jones is good and, you know, great, you know, we, we are looking at a, a small sample here. But if Daniel Jones is, in fact, you know, close to even as good as he played in this game, Wayne Gallman is going to be a good ad in fantasy football leagues. You know, if I had if I had the number one waiver priority in any league, I would be adding him. You know, I'd, I'd spend 30, 35 percent of my free agent uh, acquisition budget on him uh, because running backs are scarce and he He's going to be the guy. They have Rod Smith as the other guy on the roster, but Paul Perkins, their longtime running back, was cut, and uh, he moved on. I can't remember. He actually just signed with another team, but this backfield is going to be just Wayne Gallman, really, for the next month, probably. Do you think, given that situation, we'll see more mobility out of Jones? 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's a huge thing is they're going to do some zone read kind of stuff because they're not going to, they're not going to want to give Jones. They're not going to want to give Gallman the ball the way that they want to give is Saquon Barkley the ball. I also think that this is good for Evan Ingram. Yep. This is good for Sterling Shepard. This is good for Golden Tate when he comes back from the suspension, uh, probably good for, you know, whoever they end up having there. Well, no, that'll really be it. Cause I, I when Golden Tate returns, Darius Slate and Russell Shepard, Benny Fowler, these dudes really aren't going to play anymore. Yeah, and the Giants getting some nice toys back, and all of a sudden now the Giants become a fun team to watch. Of course, being here in New York, it it is predominantly Giants and Jets. Uh, on the other side, though, there seemed to be some resurrection from Tampa Bay. Uh, Mike Evans, number one wide receiver for fantasy. I, I owned him, and I was waiting for him to break out. A lot of people waiting for Winston to break My man. out. Yeah, so what have you seen here, and are you excited to be on the Tampa Bay bandwagon at all? Oh, yeah. So I sent out a tweet. uh, I think it was last Tuesday, but basically I was like, uh, you know, a lot of the leagues I'm in don't allow trading because there's so much money up top. And, uh, you know, just that would be bad for collusion. But a lot of the leagues I'm in do allow trading. And I and in every single one of those leagues, I sent out trade offers for Mike Evans in leagues where I didn't already have him because I do have him in quite a few. But Mike Evans was clearly a guy who had a huge explosive game coming 190 receiving yards, three count him three receiving touchdowns for Mike Evans in this game. I think think he has an argument to be one of the five best wide receivers in fantasy and if Winston plays like this and if they trust his arm like this uh you know Mike Evans has been the top wide receiver in fantasy football and I think he could do it again so three out of the four afternoon games went over the total and nine out of I'm sorry six out of the nine one o'clock games went over a total of nine out of 13 games went over point total are we in a juiced ball era here is there anything as far as analytics goes that you can use to project forward um, I mean, I, I, the, no, I mean, cause totals, totals are, so, people always want to talk themselves. You know, okay. If these situations come through, then that means this is the over. If these situations come through, it's the under. And I think, I think that people can kind of lead themselves astray doing that. So why would you think, you know, prognosticate for me as an expert, as someone who's so vested in the sport, why do you think that you know, nine of these uh, 13 games went over like that? Is it a commentary on the defense in the league? Is it a commentary on, on how the game is being played from an offensive side? And how can we use that in our fantasy season long daily as well as our sports investments? So I think I think in general, this is a great way to think about overs and unders. Games where there's going to be a lot of pass attempts happening, you you are going to be more likely to bet overs there because a lot of different things can happen when passes happen. Long plays are much more likely to occur via the pass. Defensive touchdowns are much, much, much more likely to occur in games where there are more pass attempts. And I mean, you know this, I'm sure. Nothing nothing kills an under more than a defensive touchdown because it mm-hmm. not only does it, uh, it not only does it add points to the board, but it wipes out a bunch of time of possession that you would have where no points were occurring it basically creates extra possessions in a game so in games where there's a ton of pass attempts they're just much more likely to see pick sixes strip sacks and those sorts of things so that's kind of the way i think about overs and unders so again and to the newbie when they're looking at a game and they see that it has a marquee name quarterback and they assume there's going to be a lot of passing those are the general games where you would go with the over and also consider the secondary and the defense of the other team yeah, so so games where I'm betting the over is going to be an example of where I see, okay, these are two teams with really great quarterbacks and with defenses that I don't think are going to be able to match them, or or it could be a, a case where I just really like the offensive coordinators, so I'm just like, okay, these guys are going to come to play, they're, they're going to know 
to win this game for sure, we got to score 40 points. I think that's a great example. Like I really like to bet Chiefs overs because I love Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid is a really good play caller and they know that they're not going to try and grind the clock down. You know, against Oakland, they were still throwing deep balls up 20 points because that's the way their offense functions and they're not just going to neuter their offense just because a certain score is up on the board. That's another thing to know is like is like play caller tendencies. So the Saints are a team they do not call the dogs off. The starters are in there. They're throwing the ball deep. They're trying to score points no matter what. And that's a huge thing to know. Uh, for example, the Patriots tried to bench Tom Brady today. Uh, they tried to they tried to let the Jets cover, basically. And uh, the score got close enough that uh, Belichick sent Brady back out there. So now what would you say to the person that looks at analytics and starts to see a trend of games going over, over, over? Would you then in any way, shape, or form in season long – Start to pay more attention to wide receivers and tight ends and less attention to running backs if this trend would continue for a few weeks? Well, yeah, I mean, wide receivers in games with high totals or wide receivers in games that go over those, they're they're likely going to be huge beneficiaries because, uh, you know, as I've mentioned, the range of outcomes for those guys in an individual game is just so much wider. Like uh, Kenny Stills would be a great example. You know, he was probably a consensus ranked what wide receiver 75 this week by fantasy experts, but he had a good game on six targets because that was a high total game. And both teams ran more plays than they expected to run more plays than they were projected to. And that's another thing about games that go over the total is the total number of plays ran gets higher, which is another reason why we like guys from those high total games for fantasy. All right. And Davis Maddock is our guy and we like him very much. And when we come back on the other side, Davis is going to talk about his studs and duds. And the reason this is important is because it's not the obvious. We're going to talk about some people that you might want to think about going out, trying to use, maybe grab them in a trade, pick them up on a waiver wire during season long, use them in your DFS. That's what the Pro Football Rewind is all about. Going forward in reverse, looking at the week that is and trying to forecast for the week coming. And I promise you, if you stick with us you will advance yourself in all your sports investments in your dfs in your season long and just just in your life in general it's the pro football rewind i'm matt striker he's davis maddock and we're going to be coming back and when we do davis is going to talk about studs and duds and we're also going to get dm's takeaways all this vital valuable information and more and you only get it right here on the pro football rewind so come on back Time fantasy. Mariota is now taking 17 sacks in three games, and he's just looked abysmal. And it's crazy because he hasn't even thrown in an interception yet. But that also goes to show you that he doesn't take chances. Very, very cautious with the football. It's a really painful offense to watch right now. The only guy you really feel good about starting right now is Derek Henry. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content 
every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to fanduel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at fanduel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to fanduel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Maybe this Minshew kid, the guy is an old soul. He's light years ahead of really some is. of the younger guys that we have really seen is. before in this spot. And crazier things have happened. And there's something you can't deny with the kid. He's got a great attitude and personality where putting into this situation, it don't matter where you, he could be playing in the street. Like nothing phases this kid. Weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. how that goes my friends i like to move i like to get jiggy with it i have been known to do such a thing davis have you ever gotten jiggy with it of course my man of, of course. course of course my man he says all right ladies and gentlemen this is the pro football rewind of course we thanks our friends at sportsgrid.com our friends at zumo tv Feel free to do the social media thing. I just sent out a couple of tweets, so we'll see what we get back. Davis, I tagged you on there. Now it's time for your studs and duds of the 4 p.m. hour. And um, because there were so few games, there really is a lot to talk about. So walk me through your stud quarterbacks for the late slate. I mean, how could our how could our studs not be who everyone thought it was going to be? Daniel Jones and Kyle Allen. I mean, <laughs> come on, four touchdowns for each of them, eight eight touchdowns a total. Who didn't know that Kyle Allen and Daniel Jones were just going to freaking break the slate? I thought <laughs> I thought that was obvious. Yeah, sure, of course, we all had that. <laughs> what about yeah. some, what and, about uh, some duds? You know, then our, 
You know, I, I hate to do this because I really do love him, but Kyler was not good today. He was very good running the ball, uh, eight rushing attempts, uh, 69 rushing yards, but uh, not very good throwing the ball, only 173 passing yards on 43 passing attempts. And you know what? I want to give a little bit of a, I want to give a little, no, actually a big dud to Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo got bailed out today you know they should not have won that game and uh he should do he should do some self-reflecting tonight and for the rest of the week in practice so jimmy g should go back to the room and just sit at the edge of the bed and just do some reflection and kind of look himself in the mirror and see do some soul searching that's your advice for jimmy g he needs he needs to do some soul searching he needs to think about the choices that he is making (laughs) and why he is making them because he was brutal Think about the choices you've made, James. Think about the choices. All right, now your choices for stud at running back from the evening slate. Well, no one no one was more studly than Christian McCaffrey. 24 carries, 153 rushing yards and a touchdown, four targets, 35 receiving yards. Uh he was he was far and away the best running back and uh you know just uh, some small stud shout-outs, not necessarily for fantasy, but the San Francisco running backs really kept them in this game. 12 carries for 79 yards for Raheem Mostert. 14 carries for 68 yards from Matt Breida. The two rushing touchdowns from Jeff Wilson. All three of those dudes did their job and uh, and did it well. And I think that they should uh, they should get some commendation for that. Out of those three, who would be the one to own in the Niner backfield? So it's I still think it's Matt Breida because he's just so good and uh, he's getting targeted at a good clip. Only one target apiece for Mostert and Wilson, three targets for Matt Breida. The the thing that is difficult right now about owning Matt Breida is that uh, Jeff Wilson's just taking all the goal yeah. line work. They get inside the five and, uh, you know, just it's it's Jeff Wilson season, which which is brutal because if, if Matt Breida had his four rushing touchdowns from the last two games and uh, he, you know, he'd have he'd have uh, over 200 total yards and four touchdowns in which you know that would help my fantasy teams a lot well that's all that really matters and we should let the nflpa know that it's all about helping davis's fantasy teams um give me some dudleys at running back well, I mean, I think James Conner has to has to be one. 13 carries, 43 yards, only four four receptions in the passing game for 14 yards. You know, he just he was not very good in uh you know, and and not that it was necessarily his fault. You know, the offense overall. I- interesting situations here in the Tampa Bay backfield where things yeah. switched up yet again. Ronald Jones led the backfield by far with 80 rushing yards, 13 carries for 48 yards for Peyton Barber, uh, two receptions for Peyton Barber, none for Ronald Jones, three targets for Dare Ogunbowale. I think we have to give Peyton Barber a dud for this performance. Okay, so now let's move on to the wide receivers. And this was where a lot of guys stepped up, a lot of guys reemerged, and a lot of guys kind of went away. So give me your studs at wide receiver. Uh, well, I, I need to give a special shout out to my main man, Juju Smith-Schuster, who, you know, could have just had a, a brutal fantasy day had he not just taken things upon himself to uh, to go out there and score fantasy points. Only only three receptions, but uh, led the team with seven targets, 81 receiving yards and a touchdown. A big portion of that coming on one play. And of course, the biggest stud of the day. Mike Evans, yeah. uh, you know, just a dominant performance from him. 15 targets, 190 receiving yards, three touchdowns. Just just absolutely dominated this game. And, uh, you know, really, I think they, you know, they should have deserved a victory for how well he played. 
So now can we begin to expect more out of Evans and these guys that are starting to come alive? Can we finally dig in and get what we drafted them for? Yeah, I think I think if you have Mike Evans, obviously you have to be feeling great. If you have Smith Schuster, you probably don't feel as great after watching Mason Rudolph play that game the way that he played it. Uh, you know, not very well, not even close to well. But uh, you know, Smith Schuster being able to make chicken salad, as they say, I think yes. I think you have to feel pretty good about that. All right, now give me some dud wide receivers, and now I want chicken salad. So thank you very much. Well, you know that's uh, that's what we're that's what we're here for. You know, uh, some late night eats here on uh, on the uh, Pro Football Rewind. Yeah. So talk to me about some duds, some wide receivers that womp 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 womp. Well, pretty much all of them play for the uh, the San Francisco 49ers sure because of the performance of Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, I don't think you, you're going to be feeling very happy uh, if you had DK Metcalf, uh, six targets, but only two receptions for 67 yards was really took a, took a backseat to Will Disley. You uh, also you can't feel good about Chris Godwin, uh, you know, really just not even involved in this game at all. This was this was the Mike Evans game. So a big dud here from Chris Godwin. All right, now I got a tweet from at TallPaul932 says, talk to me about Kenny Stills. Okay, your thoughts there. Kenny Stills is a player that I really liked, and I, I liked him when he was on the Dolphins, actually, for fantasy football, a guy that I drafted a ton in the Draft Best Ball Championship. You know, I, I think he's just a really good player. But uh, I think right now you can start him in some leagues, but probably not. Uh, like, you wouldn't really want to because Kiki Cutie could come back at any time mm-hmm. and uh, start to steal his playing time. But it, it to me, it seems like Deshaun Watson trusts him a lot, especially for a guy who's been on the team less than a month now. Yeah, and trust is super important, especially when your quarterback's last name is Watson. Let's go to tight ends, and let's talk about some studs, and then let's talk about some duds. So start me off with the studly ones. Well, two huge studs from these 4 p.m. games. Will Disley, seven targets, 62 receiving yards, and a touchdown. Uh, He was a guy who literally was on the waiver wire in the deepest league I have ever played in. (laughs) I play in a 16-team dynasty roster, uh, dynasty league that has 30-man rosters plus an injured reserve. So if guys are hurt, you can still stash them. And Will Disley was literally on that waiver wire last week, which is crazy because like there are no usable players and uh he was he was a a huge stud this week uh you know probably won some people fantasy matchups and then of course greg olson seven targets 75 receiving yards two touchdowns just a, a a massive day from greg olson so let me ask you, if someone out there is uh, trying to figure out if they, they should pick up a Disley or, say, an O.J. Howard, I mean, the obvious answer is there, but can you make a case for the other? I think the case you could make for Will Disley is he's been a big part of the offense two weeks in a row now. O.J. Howard has been a big part of the, the offense zero weeks in a row. He's <laughs> right. not been involved any of the three weeks. Coming off, uh, you know, wasn't really involved in this game, had a zero target game against the Carolina Panthers, and this was after uh, Bruce Arians was, like, in the in the, the coaching uh, media availability, said, you know, oh, he's going to get a lot of footballs thrown his way, and he, he didn't. It was all Mike Evans. It was Mike Evans' first, second, and third, and uh, I think best case scenario, you say O.J. Howard is third in line and uh you know i i don't think that's gonna cut it right i i I really don't think that i think oj howard in like 12 team leagues i think he is droppable now 
Wow, there's some good stuff there. Uh, so Disley, you would pick him up if you were if he was out there and you kind of wanted to take a chance on him in uh, in a season long. Yeah, yeah, I would I would pick him up. He probably is not going to be a guy I rank as a starter right away. Right. Like he probably would be in between 15th and 20th at tight end most weeks. But may, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't sat down and relooked at my rest of season rankings. And it's possible that the tight end position is so brutal kind of after the top five guys. Like, you know, if I advance McDonald, would I start Will Disley after watching that whole game of Mason Rudolph? I mean, honestly, maybe. Wow. Interesting stuff. All right. Talk to me about some duds on the tight end spot. Well, you know, it, it's hard to say duds at tight end because, you know, as we've mentioned, we're just so rarely expecting anything from these guys. O.J. Howard, clearly our, our biggest dud of the day. Uh, you know, it really no. Well, oh, and Vance McDonald. You know, Vance mm-hmm. McDonald was horrible in this game. He had only one catch for 10 yards on two targets, fell way behind the pecking order with Mason Rudolph. And, you know, I kind of I kind of got scared of I, I wanted to write him up as a sit this week in my start sit column on Roto Experts. But I got kind of I got kind of scared off when I saw the coaching staff talking about him playing a little bit more with Dante Moncrief and active but yeah i think i think the new quarterback situation is going to be a big negative for him yeah i had some shares of mcdonald and dfs stuff and uh, i don't think it worked out too well for me but we do hope that everything is working out well for you over there and if it's not this is the place to be the bro football rewind we go forward in reverse with davis maddock who is arguably the most intellectually efficient fantasy player I've ever met. I mean, I'm writing things down. You think I'm lying? I'm writing things down. I go and I pick these players up because of the things that David says, and you should do the same. When we come back, we are going to get the man and talk about his takeaways and see how you can use this information to move forward in reverse because that's what we do here on the Pro Football Rewind. We break down everything that happened today in the 1 and 4 p.m. game and we apply it forward so that you can advance in your DFS, your season long, as well as your sports investments. We're here to help you. My name is Matt Stryker. This is Davis Maddock. This is the Pro Football Rewind. We're coming right back. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, Nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Welcome back inside our plush New York studios. My name is Matt Stryker. This is the Pro Football Rewind. And coming to us from his lavish underground lair in the Colorado mountains is Davis Maddock. Davis, what's going on, man? You know, not much. Uh, just, uh, you know, kind of kind of monitoring uh, all the news as it trickles in here from the uh, from the 4 p.m. games. Yeah. Monitoring and monetizing. That's what we do here on the Pro Football Rewind. We help you move forward, given everything that has already happened. And we cannot do it without our Sherpa up the mountain, Mr. Davis Maddock. Now, Davis, we have been talking about your takeaways from a lot of the games going over in the point totals, your takeaways of who was a stud and who was a dud. We talked about a lot of injuries that have happened. We have some names that people might be looking to pick up. So now I want to get your deep, dark takeaways, deep, dark takeaways from the 4 p.m. games and how we can use that to move forward to next week in season-long DFS and sports investments. Well, I think one thing is the Carolina offense is clearly not downgraded by the presence of Kyle Allen. You know, that's just kind of how injured Cam Newton was. 19 of 26, uh, huge fantasy, really great fantasy days for DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and Greg Olson. DJ Moore's came on, you know, he had only two targets, but we don't think that's going to be the case moving forward. Uh, you know, probably don't think they're going to be winning a ton of these games outright. So that's uh, that's a pretty good situation as far as uh, as far as that goes. And then I think on Arizona, I, I I think the biggest thing is Kyler Murray emerging as a runner. Uh, you know, he had six rushing attempts through the first two games and none of them were design runs. They were all scrambles, but he had a bunch of designed runs in this game. Eight carries for 69 yards. That is a huge trend for fantasy football going forward. And then uh, one that is not as great. Uh, Austin Eckler split more work yeah. with Justin Jackson in this game. Nine carries for Eckler. 
five carries for Justin Jackson, seven targets for Austin Eckler in the passing game, four targets for Justin Jackson. So that that gap between those two guys really narrowed, which uh, if you're someone who has a lot of Austin Eckler, you're not really wanting to see that. But if you drafted Justin Jackson, you probably feel pretty good about that. How do you feel about the Seattle Seahawks offense moving forward out of this week looking to next? You know, I think the biggest thing for them is what are they going to do with Chris Carson, who now has four fumbles through uh, three games. That That's a lot of fumbles, right? That's a lot of fumbles for running backs who even fumble uh, a normal amount. So, you know, Rashad Penny missed this game with injury. That's why a lot of people liked him in fantasy football. But CJ Procise just stepped up and played all of those snaps instead. So I, I think the biggest question for Seattle is what are they doing at running back? Because those running backs are really valuable. They, they want to run the ball kind of more than any other team in the NFL. And if CJ Procise is going to be the guy, that guy is a great ad in fantasy football leagues right now. Okay, now talk to me about the Chargers and how their offense looks moving forward from this week's setback. I mean, the Chargers offense is just going to be really concentrated. It's going to be Keenan Allen. It's going to be Austin Eckler. And then it's going to be a little bit of Mike Williams. But pretty much those are just going to be the dudes. So you don't advise a Jackson pickup considering that he got some touches today? You would tell people to kind of just chill on that? Because people tend to bug out and run to a waiver wire the minute anyone touches a football. Uh, no, you should pick up Justin Jackson. You should pick up, like, Justin Jackson is, like, a good ad over dudes who, like, just haven't really played yet. I, I think he is a pretty strong ad, someone I would be looking to get. But, you know, again, that's a question of, you know, what kind of fantasy football team do you have? Is Justin Jackson going to be someone you have to use? I have some teams that are really weak at running back that just sustained a Damian Williams injury. And with a Damian Williams injury, you know, maybe I would be able to use Justin Jackson's 12 touches a week. But if I have you know, four really good running backs and three wide receivers, you know, maybe I would add Philip Dorsett instead this week. Interesting. Interesting. I'll write that down. Cause I'm going to bring that back. What do you say to the O and three Pittsburgh Steelers to the player out there that still wants to capitalize on some of this offense? Is there anything to eat here? Well, you know, I think as long as Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner are active, there's no way you're going to bench them in fantasy football, but certainly they're not going to be the values we thought they were. You know, James Conner not going to come close to returning value on a first-round selection. Juju Smith-Schuster probably not going to be a value on a second-round selection. You know, these guys are going to be drafted in the, probably in the middle rounds next year, especially if, if Ben Roethlisberger retires. So, you know, I wouldn't trade them away. Maybe if you think you could get James Conner really cheap in your league, uh, you know, if you could trade one of these Rams wide receivers uh, or, you know, uh, Jarvis Landry or something like that for James Conner, I would definitely do that. But I wouldn't make him like a priority right now. All right. And we touched on the Niners backfield, but talk to me about the receivers there. I mean, a lot of people were high on Pettis and now some people are coming off of him. You're clearly not a Jimmy G fan. So how do you feel about the receivers out there in San Francisco? Well, it's just it's just it's just every week. Every it's week, just it's the, these new. darn it's, receivers. It's just every week. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Last week, it was Marquise Goodwin. This week, two targets. Uh, last mm-hmm. week, it was Debo Samuel. This week, four targets. Three targets for the fullback, Kyle Juszczyk. Three targets for Kendrick Bourne. Two targets for Richie James. Five targets for Dante Pettis, who had the least receiving yards on the team. I mean, really, <laughs> I don't know. What, look, what, what are you going to do with these guys? They, I just, I really don't know. 
Okay, so as you throw your hands in the air, uh, I'm let- throwing my hands up with the San Francisco 49ers wide receivers. I I don't have the right answers. Tremendous. So you put Jimmy G in the corner to think about the things that he's done. Now you've just thrown your hands up with this incorrigible. Niner receiver team. So uh, let's go now to something that's intriguing because with every player that we say, you know what, I don't know what to do with this guy anymore. I'm done. I move off him. We set our sights somewhere else. And perhaps in this Giants game, there might have been some names and faces that fantasy players can set their sights on. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, you're adding Daniel Jones in leagues this week. Uh, You know, like, for example, I have one of my fantasy football players championship main events teams. Part of the reason I am so mad is we lost Cam Newton injury and we decided to bid on Jimmy Garoppolo and we we won that bid. But in winning that bid, we actually lost that bid. Right. And uh, we could have picked up we could have picked up Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones would have delivered us a win this week. Also, Jacoby Brissett would have delivered us a win this week. So uh, uh, um, I have some personal animosity towards Jimmy Garoppolo this week. But Daniel Jones, uh, I mean, if he's going to run like this and these are good pass catchers, Evan Ingram. Very good. Sterling Shepard was an amazing player at the University of Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, I I think he's just a a great player overall. And they're getting Golden Tate back. So and this offense is going to be more pass heavy with Saquon Barkley out versus him being, you know, in there. So I, I think Daniel Jones is an ad this week. All right. And you also gave a name that people may have missed considering that Barkley's out. You say that Wayne Gallman is a play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wayne Gallman in my personal leagues, he's going to be top priority ad. You know, I'm going to be throwing uh, 25 to 50 percent of my fab, depending on the league on him, because some as I mentioned throughout the show, you know, some of my teams are just really not very strong at running back because I draft really wide receiver heavy because those guys tend to have more uh, more, you know, just early round wide receivers have a better success rate than early round running backs do. And we've we've seen that happen with, you know, Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, a lot of these guys, Devin Font Freeman have started a bust. So so, you know, I, I need running backs and Wayne Gallman, he's going to be eight PPR points a week or better for the next month. All right. So with that said, is it safe to say if someone out there is looking at Gallman, CJ Procise or, or Jackson, that you would go Gallman there? I would go Gallman, Jackson, Procise. I think Pro, Procise will be like unowned. He will be owned in like no leagues, but I do think he is a pretty good pickup this week. All right, so now we got about, I'd say, five minutes or so, and this is where I'm sitting back. Yeah, and just I'm opening up. Just let's talk to me. Let, let's let's shoot the. Uh, I don't can't say it's shoot the ish here. How are you feeling now? We are this many weeks in. Next week it'll be what a quarter of the season will be done. I mean, that's the beauty of football is that the league starts to shake out, Davis, and and guys are going to do what guys are going to do. But I think the way you win your league is that you can see that a team was that was projected to have four wins now maybe a team that projects for seven wins. So are you starting to see the league? kind of shake out and if so what are you seeing here that we can use so i i think right now this is what i think i think the dallas cowboys and the new england patriots are the best teams in football and i think that everyone else is uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs as well. And then I think every I think those are the top tier. And then everyone else is kind of in a tier below them. Like, I think the Baltimore Ravens and the Green Bay Packers and the Los Angeles Chargers are probably all in that second tier. But I think teams like Philadelphia, teams like New Orleans, teams like Seattle, uh, I think a lot of these teams have huge warts that are going to be that, that just are going to keep them from being, you know, really elite teams. Now, it's not to say that 
they can't win the Super Bowl because once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen in football. You know, we, we've seen Joe Flacco win a Super Bowl. We've seen <laughs> yes. Eli Manning win two. Right. So yeah. so anything can happen. But I but I, I think pretty clearly the Chiefs, the Cowboys and the Patriots are the three best teams and then everyone else is there. All right, so I like what you did there. Now, I do this in baseball. I want to know if you do it in football. So you told me that Dallas, the Patriots, and the Chiefs are, are your Tier 1 and that Baltimore, Green Bay, and the Chargers are your Tier 2. And then you listed teams like Philadelphia, New Orleans, and Seattle that were, were trending down. Do you want to own as many shares of players on the six teams that you listed that are the cream of the crop? And are you looking to sell off on the three teams that you say are on a downtick? I'm talking about in season long. In DFS, oh. it's a much different, much different story. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's the that's the eliminate the suck strategy, right? Like, wait, I gotta you, write that one down. Bad teams. Eliminate the yeah. suck. Like, you Which, don't you don't want players in college. That was not a good thing, but here it is a good thing. Yes, I agree with you. Continue. Yeah, so it's just like on on team, you know, teams that are just going down, like the Steelers. You know, I like Juju Smith-Schuster, I like James Conner, but that team sucks, and they're not going to win that many games, and they're not going to score that many points. So why do I want players from that team? The New York Jets, just a bad team, not going to make the playoffs, not going to be competitive. Le- I mean, Le'Veon Bell is the uh, well until and I don't think he is anymore after Christian McCaffrey's game, but he was after week two leading the NFL in both snaps played and touches. And he still wasn't that valuable for fantasy football. Uh, and I think there are some other teams where it's not as obvious, like the Denver Broncos. You know, we talked about earlier, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman have good touch numbers. But as this season goes on and the Broncos keep losing games and it keeps being obvious that they're not a, uh, you know, not a great team, uh, those guys are going to have less and less value. And it's going to be hard to project them as startable players each week. So I think what what you say is astute, which is that, uh, you know, right now everyone has some idea, but they don't have definitive opinions about these teams. But if you yourself have a definitive opinion, you say, look, this team, they're not making the playoffs, cross them off. They're done. Um, I I think those are good examples of players that you can trade while they still have some value. Sorry, in 30 seconds, if you have someone that is 0-3 and they're looking at their team, you would advise them to sell if they had ownership in Philadelphia, New Orleans, Seattle, Pittsburgh. I don't know why you'd have the Jets, Denver, and try to buy ownership if you can in Dallas, New England, Kansas City, Baltimore, Green Bay, and the Chargers. That's a sound strategy. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think just acquiring as many players as possible on teams that are going to score a lot of points, that that should be just that should really funnel into all of your strategy. So all your projections, all your decision making. I think a great example of this is Demarcus Robinson and McCole Hardman. These are, are not like really high pedigree players. People don't think of them as great football players like they think of Tyreek Hill as a great football player, right. but they play with Andy Reid and they play with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have to be great. They just have to be out there. So I I think a crazy thing that happened is Tyreek Hill got injured, right? So Tyreek Hill got injured in that Jacksonville game and Demarcus Robinson played all those snaps. Yep. And he wasn't added after week one. People waited until week two to add him. There you go. You can't wait anymore. This is the Pro Football Rewind. We take you bell to bell. Thank you to Davis Maddock. I'm Matt Stryker. Thanks to SportsGrid.com, our friends at Zumo TV. We wish you all the best. Good luck. Be safe. Have fun. And we'll see you out there. Until next time, folks, this has been your Pro Football Rewind! 
Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Game time decisions. I was in Vegas. I went to the diner where James Wood, Sharon Stone, and De Niro shows up. It was like two blocks from my place. So I breakfast there. And like I'm sitting in the same booth. The Riviera is where they filmed it all. Almost all that movie casino was filmed in a riv. I have a picture on the same phone they beat Don Rickles up on. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, Ryan says get Ace on in-game live. I'd like to, actually. I'd like to. The guy's a legend. I've always wanted to interview him, actually. Weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. What are we going to do? Right here is go back. Here's what you missed on Pro Football Rewind. Way back. Weird game. Philadelphia just played horrible, and and I actually think there's sort of this interesting case where we can we can uh, we can make the case that the the Eagles are just overrated, and they're being overrated based on the strength of that Super Bowl season, and they haven't been able to uh, recapture that magic. You know, Carson Wentz was really not very good in this game at all. You know, only completing about 55 percent of his passes. Miles Sanders was downright bad, fumbled twice in this yeah. game. Jordan Howard averaged 3.4 yards per carry. Uh, there, you know, just no one no one in this game was good for the Eagles at all, and they made a lot of horrible errors. Matt Collins had two killer offensive pass interferences. Darren Sproles had an offensive pass interference that basically meant that they lost the game. And I, and I think, yeah, maybe this team is just not that talented. Now, what do you say to the people that were all over Aguilar? He came in as the uh, eighth wide receiver in fantasy. He did collect two touchdowns. Is that Could that be a bright spot for Eagles uh, fans or people that want to be playing on the Eagles? 
Uh, well, I mean, if, if Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson are going to miss more time, I think certainly that's going to be, you know, a good situation. I, I played Nelson Aguilar a lot on DraftKings today and, uh, you know, reaped those rewards. How I, I think actually if Deshaun Jackson is forced to miss some more time, I think Aguilar has played well enough now that, uh, you know, he, he's going to be earning that uh, those targets kind of, you know, over Alshon Jeffrey, over Zach Ertz a little bit because he's a more dynamic player. Zach Ertz is just a really good possession tight end. Alshon Jeffrey is more of, you know, like he, he's not a primary offensive weapon now as he kind of gets up there and he's more of like a uh you know he, he's a bound he's a strict boundary wide receiver these days you're never using him in motion you're not really designing plays for him so i think Aguilar could earn more targets moving forward if deshaun jackson is out all right now a game that pretty much will buy me lunch for the rest of the week it is the Bengals and the bills they did not surpass the total and the favorite did not cover but for me this was all about josh allen what were your thoughts on this yeah, I mean, man, what 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 is left to be said about Josh Allen? He just is he is uh, he's dunking on all of his haters. Two hundred forty nine passing yards uh, or uh, two hundred forty three passing yards, one interception. Now the turnovers are still not great, right? Uh, he still makes some pretty befuddling decisions with uh, with the ball. But I think at this point he's played well enough that you just say, look, man, with Josh Allen, you're taking the good with the bad. He takes he puts enough on the table that you don't get mad when uh, you know he grabs an extra dinner roll off the table. <laughs> Looking at that Bengals receiving core, do you think the Ross experiment is over? Is the bloom off? the rose here no, so he got he was covered today by Tredavious White. So I thought it was going to be sort of a natural thing where Tyler Boyd uh, was targeted more. Now I did definitely did not see ten targets coming in for Auden Tate. I thought Tyler Eifert would play that role, but Tyler, I guess Tyler Eifert's health situation is just so precarious right now that you know they just they're not willing to really play him outside of third downs and in the red zone. And then lastly, this Dallas Miami game that had a lot of action going on it with the favorites covering, but the total was really where I think people may have lost their shirt. What were your takeaways from this game? You know, uh, anytime I, I guess, you know, I kind of have a hard time with uh, with totals right? because I Matt, I always just want to bet the over <laughs> just straight away, huh? 